Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. Hey, Star Wars fans, welcome back. Hyperspace Hangout. It's as, and you might think I'm, I'm flying solo. I'm definitely not flying casual, that's for sure. But, and that's only because I have a really, really good friend with me. Please welcome to the show, Tiffany O'Malley from Swish and Flick. How's it going? I'm great. I'm excited. Yeah, this is, this is awesome. I feel <laughs> like we haven't had a chance to just like gush about star wars in a it's, long time it's been it's been a little while it really has yeah and i like we used to i mean i get your text i get your kind of updates like what is this what's going on like what did you think of this which is cool i i mm-hmm. love i love doing that you know that's what those shows are all about to just get us like you know super hyped and talking about everything but mm-hmm. um yeah it's been fantastic so we're gonna talk today about the mandalorian we're just kind of winging this we're just sitting down having a chat Mm-hmm. Um, about probably one of the best things in Star Wars, maybe ever. Uh, I, 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 yeah, yeah, it's great. I mean, like, great's not a, a good enough uh, adjective for it. It's, um, I haven't been this excited about something new in a long time. And I'm just going to say that about, like, kind of fandom in general. So, you know, everybody knows that, like, I'm I'm Harry Potter, right? But I've been getting into Star Wars now, like really pretty heavily for the past couple of years. And, you know, we we had our last three movies. Mm -hmm. And now we have this. Mm -hmm. And it is unlike anything before. Like this is even for TV, I think. Yeah, it's unlike anything that's ever been before. And. I'm excited every week and I'm really sad that it's going to be done soon. <laughs> I know. Right. It's, <laughs> it's crazy. So yeah. Now wait a second. This was the second to last. We just, we just yeah. saw uh, There's gosh. one more. Yeah. Chapter 15, 15 is what we just saw. Yeah. So we'll have chapter 16 um, next Friday. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. So, so that's kind of where we are as, as we talk about this, just for a point of reference for folks. And you're right though. It is it is honestly one of it's the like one of the best things Star Wars has ever come mm-hmm. up with. It's it's amazing. And to me, I love the idea that the spirit of this is George Lucas once upon a time wanted to do a live action, you know, TV series and have these kind of um, influences and themes and stuff with the Western slash underworld yeah. slash yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like happening. And not only is it happening and is it just like 
it's Star Wars, so I automatically think it's it's awesome and it's cool. It actually mm-hmm. is like <laughs> awesome and cool. And like yeah. it it's one of those things like um I guess I'll, I'll you know if if you're really into like let's say fantasy books and the fandoms as as Tiffany says, right? When I remember when Game of Thrones came out and it started to kind of take hold of like not just like our country but the world, right? right. It was like world like everyone knew about it. You at least saw the memes or whatever. So mm-hmm. like after Mandalorian season one, that same thing happened. Like Star Wars was happening. We had the sequels and those were great and those were awesome. But I had never seen so many people who didn't know much about Star Wars yeah. walk into my office and say, look at this sweet little child that's in Star Wars. Do you know who this uh, is? And like, I love him so much. I'm like, yeah. it like hurts. I love I him so much. I know. <laughs> I know, I know. I, uh, I, I, I actually, so I, I brought, uh, you know, Tiffany on here. I mean, her, her motherly spirit. I want to know, like, where is he? First of all, do you know where he's at? Where Grogu is at? Like, I am so concerned. I'm so upset. Another episode goes by, uh, although we no did sign, see no sight, nothing. Yeah, nothing. Not uh, a single. I think my baby is okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think they are going to do anything to hurt Grogu right now. Do yeah. they need him? Right. Yeah. Um, but can we talk about Moff Gideon's face at the end of chapter 15 yeah. when Mando was talking to him and he's like, he means more to me than you will ever know. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's going to yeah. happen, buddy. Yeah. And yes. you better be ready. Um, yes. but I will say that I may have actually cried when they took him. <laughs> I, okay. I get a little emotionally attached and I, I I love I love Grogu and I love Grogu a lot and I was like dude it's gonna happen even though throughout this season I feel like everybody could call it that it was going to happen at some point like they were going it was just it was just gonna happen yeah and then it did and I really didn't want it to happen and I didn't want to be right and and you know here we are but yeah I I'm more on the positive side that we'll get him back Mm-hmm. But I think, can I make a speculation Absolutely. now? Can I call this out? Let's I think so. Grogu is calling out to Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. And he was doing that for a long time. That was throughout the whole battle, you know, that that Boba Fett and uh, Mando were fighting with Fennec, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I think he made connection with somebody, and I think somebody's going to come and help. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, okay, so do you think they're going to come help uh, Din get him away from Moff Gideon like now do you, or in this next episode? Um, they're either going to help, they're either, either going to help get him away or it's going to end with a flash of somebody, wh- whoever yeah. the Jedi is that, that got that uh, connection call, whatever. I'm not right. sure what the proper terminology for that is. Right. Um, but I think we're oh. going to at least see somebody. Yeah, that would be cool because I've, I've been trying to think. I'm like, OK, if, you know, if Den goes in there with his crew and everybody and they do what they mm-hmm. have to do to save this little guy and, mm-hmm. and to get his child back, um, his son. Let's just go ahead and call it's it his boy. It's his I mean, straight up. So he's going back. And uh, I mean, look at the well, we'll talk about this in a second, because I want to I want to ask you about some of the rules that were bent in this. This is the last episode. Ooh, so it's pretty yeah. Crazy. Uh huh. Um, but. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think there is someone is going to show up or make either an appearance or we're going to hear a voice or someone speak to Grogu. Like, it would totally blow me away if they did something like an Empire Strikes Back where, um, you know, you had like like Luke is like trying to get out like uh, and, and he's, he's, he's crawling out in the snow and Obi-Wan shows up and, you know, and he's like, Ben, <laughs> like, you know, ben. and there's, there's freaking, you know, Obi-Wan's like telling him to seek Master Yoda whatever mm-hmm. so it might not even be that the person who who shows up is there to take grogu or help him but it may be someone just to say seek this person or find whoever mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. And i think that would be kind of cool because what with the new announcement that we're gonna have an ahsoka series we're gonna have all this other stuff i'm, I'm just like it's all gonna be you know heading towards a really cool place and stuff oh, and, so. and i was saying it yesterday i was like dude what a time to be alive for nerds Mm-hmm. What a time to be alive. Yeah. 
But even for for people like we were talking about um, how people all over the world are getting excited about this, like you don't have to be a part of the fandom to enjoy and appreciate the Mandalorian. Like yep. it's just a good show. And yep. I think it's going to draw maybe some new fans in with it. And they're going to want to yep. know, like, what are these planets? Who are these people? Like, I know right. for me, um, I hadn't watched uh, Clone Wars or anything like that. So after Ahsoka showed up, I was like, she's badass. I was yeah. like, I got to know more about her because yep. I haven't read anything um, with her in it yet. Um, I am a Padawan still, right? Uh, you're, and... strong, you're strong in the ways of the force. I don't know if I, <laughs> I you know, definitely, yeah. definitely a, an apprentice at least, you know. So, <laughs> so yeah. I, I went and I watched the uh, the Clone Wars movie and I was like, OK, I can get on board with this. So I'm going to have to go back and um, watch the the, sh the TV show. Yeah. Uh, so I can get some more information because I need to fill in these gaps. And I'm really excited to do that because yeah. there's a lot of material out there for me at the moment. Right. And I think I like what you're saying, because, you know, you do come from I mean, you guys have a, a full on podcast, Swish and Flick podcast, where you guys cover Harry Potter in depth. And, um, you know, I, I feel like people who are in other fandoms or who just are a fan of good storytelling uh, mm. or, or being entertained or whatever, like it's it's really solid. If you weren't like it's just there's something going on there that's magical that everyone mm -hmm. can in, in, enjoy and you don't have to be well versed in all the lore and all that kind of stuff. And, and the, the wild thing is, is I've never seen something captured quite this way because it's it's so open for anyone to show up and and, and love it. Like my niece, Rachel, loves mm -hmm. this show. Um, yeah. I don't know if I don't know if you hear me say this. I have, I have to I just want to see your, your thoughts on this. So she loves the child. She loves baby yeah. Yoda. She doesn't know Grogu yet. She's it, to her. It's just it's her baby. It's her baby. Same it's, with same with my know. daughter. It's it's baby Yoda. I was like, it's Grogu. Right. She's like, no, that's baby Yoda. I was like, all right. All right. That's, that's perfect. That's <laughs> whatever. Fine. And they know they know more than we do. So like, <laughs> I mean, that's honestly true. And it was it was just it's cool because so there's that element where you have kids who are who, who want to watch the show. Like um, mm -hmm. my niece, who is literally five years old, will say to me and we, you know, we're careful about let me make sure it's it's it's, you know, the scary part with the spiders. We kind of like, had to kind of move past yeah. and yeah. You know, get around that. Um, but I, I'm just like, it's still so awesome that you have young kids who are who are in on it. You've got people who have been veterans of of in the fandom for years, and there's layers built in that they can also enjoy. They enjoy all that other stuff as well. But then it's also like you can dig deeper. And then mm -hmm. what's there for fans is is all of this. You can continue just to kind of keep digging, um, you know, deeper with with the series like you're doing, going and exploring Rebels and mm -hmm. and Clone Wars. Quite frankly, mm -hmm. I am going back in and uh, rewatching Rebels right now. Because I found some crazy, I mean, absolutely crazy connections that I'm like, this is unreal. And I had to think about the, the guy who's making this and the people who are writing this. And I'm like, this is all tied together. So that's why mm -hmm. you were like, you know, I know you, you text me and you're like, I'm going back to Clone Wars. Yeah. Rebels, yeah. And um, so glad you are. Uh, well, and I'm also um, I started I have about 10 hours left. I'm on chapter eight, but I've been listening to Star Wars Error of the empire yes. and so that's covering you know thrawn because ahsoka th threw out you know the word thrawn and i'm yeah. like hey wait a minute i uh when's that going to come back around you know what i right. mean right so yeah. there's just there's just so much and yeah. i'm i'm very happy about it see and that's awesome because i was saying to folks like i you know someone asked me like hey are there any legends books that were worth worth reading Mm -hmm. And when Thrawn actually came back, even into Rebels, I said, absolutely. I said, we have that whole time gap before we ever decided to do the Mandalorian, where we have right after Return of the Jedi, we had this this space. And I said, I don't know what's going to happen. I knew like Rebels was still going on at the time. But mm -hmm. I told people, I said, wherever they're going, it might be similar to what is happening in that Thrawn trilogy. And that might be a book worth reading. Mm -hmm. um, people used to say they're not going to, you know, mm -hmm. regraft back in Legends. Well, they totally have. <laughs> they, they, they totally have. So you, you can just go ahead and take a seat for a second. And it's great because they're not doing that in a way that's like, oh, you had to know this stuff. They're reintroducing it and saying, hey, go check out Tython. Go yeah. check out what this is. Mm -hmm. And and that's what I've always told people. I'm like, you know, if, if when you introduce a new character that happens to be a Legends character that maybe a lot of Star Wars, even new Star Wars fans don't remember or don't even know or never read that comic book or whatever, mm -hmm. that's fine. It's still a new name. It would be like Grogu is new to us in general. So right. what does it matter if he would have also been tied to to Legends or something? So I think it's such a nice blend of 
mm-hmm. new characters. Fennec, Fennec is completely new. Um, and she's awesome. So awesome. So cool. And I'm just loving that she's she's in on this this group and, and helping them out. What a mm-hmm. sharpshooter, by the way. Yeah, hey. those, I mean, that yeah, she's showing off. They are definitely flexing those sharpshooting skills. And I like that because I'm kind of a, you know, that's my <laughs> that's my gun of choice when I'm doing, you know, video games and stuff like the old scout, you know, from a distance. I don't like to get in there and you know, get all crazy, but yeah. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I think that's, that's, uh, important that, that it is, uh, accessible to everyone, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it all is. That stuff. So you're not leaving anybody out really. I mean, anybody can, everybody and anybody can enjoy star Wars. And I, I'm loving the strong female leads that are being introduced because it's, it's, it's just, it's awesome for, uh, young girls to see and i think Mm -hmm. it's pretty cool because after alana had watched um the episode she you know she's two and a half so she doesn't really pay that close of attention but after she watched ahsoka she was going around the living room doing some really cool moves some Mm -hmm. cool kicks and and all this stuff and i was like that's right girl you go ahead (laughs) like yes like you go ahead so it's it's just fun and it's fun to see her enjoy something that i enjoy and i'm like yeah, we're going to be able to build upon this. You're going to be a real big nerd like your mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. And that's awesome because I think that that's the whole point. I, I remember uh, listening to George Lucas talk about this where he said it is a story about family. It is a story about, uh, you know, it's, it's four children and it's four kids to learn and grow. And so we have those really cool memories and connections with it. And then mm-hmm. you can share it with your daughter. I could share it with my niece. We can you know pass it on to kids and and watch them get something from it. And that mm-hmm. is super cool because I – so funny story real quick. I mean, I've said this before and I'll say it because I think it's hilarious. Like this is how much my niece Rachel loved that child. And she, by the way, so, I mean, spoiler for Christmas. Okay. Uh, Santa Claus got her uh, the child. Right. So, cause she wants one. She, right. We got she, this. We got one. D- yeah. I, <laughs> With a Santa hat from Build-A-Bear. <laughs> they're so awesome. And I'm just like, I have to get one for, for, for Rachel. So, cause she's carrying around this lump of like uh, a wrapped up green towel. No <laughs> it's way. Like, it's a green towel. And, and then oh she, my this gosh. is one day and, uh, and she was like, what do you do? She's like, it's baby Yoda. And she's just like, you know, she, she's all, you know, how kids are busy about their, their stuff. There's moving from yeah. table to thing. And, you know, baby Yoda yeah. is having a tea party with her. And so she's super protective and just like, you know, taking care oh of the Oh my gosh. And, I and love that's, it. and that's great. And I, I saw that in the Ahsoka episode when Ahsoka wraps up Din and, or no, I'm sorry. Uh, Din wraps her up with the uh, with the cable like they're fighting or whatever and she comes down with the sabers and like she doesn't know who he is yet yeah and they're fighting out of nowhere and I have it recorded somewhere I have my niece turning around going you know I think she literally said we had to talk about hate Tiffany we had to talk about hate because she turned around oh, and she said no I hate that girl oh, and I was like what I wait like, a second she's no. gonna be fine <laughs> yeah and, then, and so I, I was like what no and she's like she's she's hurting she's hurting um she, baby Yoda's dad is what she straight up and, she, and I, so literally the mind of a child right is they know they they pick up on this stuff that mm-hmm. is he's walking around holding the child in his arm like 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 a, like a father would so i'm like uh yeah that's exactly what this is so. i also want to talk about the fact that yes he wants grogu to be trained right mm-hmm. i mean naturally that's where he clearly belongs but he also belongs with Manda, right? Yes, he does. Yes. You know, I think that's something that's being skipped over. It's like, no, he belongs with you. That's where he belongs. And I get that you like can't train him, but like, I don't want you to leave him anywhere. Well, and I'm starting to think, <laughs> I'm starting to think, do you have, does every single person who's strong in the ways of the force have to be trained by the Jedi? No. You know, I mean, that's, you start to look at some of the issues and the problems that the Jedi had is that they would find people who were strong in the force and they would, they, we must take them or they must be given over to the Jedi. And it's like, why, you know, do you have to be like, let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's take it down a notch here. So I don't know. I'm just thinking Din might, might be able to. Well, and, and they're know. also not going to understand that like, like Din loves Grogu. Right. And that's yeah. something that the Jedi aren't about. Yeah. There is, yeah, the attachment's already there. That's what Ahsoka yeah. kind of pointed out is that there is a strong um, attachment. And for them to find balance, yeah, a lot of times they they want, that's why they get those children early and they start teaching them and bringing them up in the ways and the, their code and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think since it's already there and it's already developed, it's going to be very difficult 
um, for him to, and again, as people are asking like, well, is, does this mean Dan Jaren's going to be force sensitive? No, I, I think he could be, but like at the same time, he doesn't need to be. No, he doesn't know? need to be. That would be, if, if they took the show in that direction, I think that would be just a little bit disappointing. I think yeah, it's I too, too easy. Uh, yeah, that, that's way too easy. I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think mm-hmm. it's that, because he's showing that like, so what they set a really good precedent here in that like, um, or, or a good, uh, I guess, backstory for, for Grogu because he's already been trained by many masters. Like when he sits on the seeing stone, mm-hmm. Grogu is in full on at back at the Jedi Academy, like <laughs> meditating in complete just harmony with his surroundings. And like, I was waiting for him to start just levitating off of the stone and just like <laughs> lifting up in the air. I'm like, yeah. oh my gosh. Yeah. So I, I, he has all of that. It's just tapping back into his training and learning, you know, more mm-hmm. about it. Um, would they? Well, uh, yeah. So Cal Kestis, uh, Kane and Jarrus, all these other characters who were coming out of like Order sixty six, where all the Jedi are are, are, are killed. Um, yeah. They all had Padawans who made it, and they then were trained. Look at, I mean, Luke Skywalker's training is not very. It's not academy based. It's not, it's not you know, no. um, unconventional so, as far as Jedi go. Yeah. Yeah. So I still think you can do something with Grogu where he's trained by a Mandalorian. Like, and he's trained in the way, like, how how cool would that be? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would be, if you want to go there and Star Wars is a goofy kind of weird place mm-hmm. uh, and you have this character and like, I, I, I just imagine if you had to, because uh, they always talk about like your big brother taking all the cool toys and you're left over with these other toys, right? Well, if you were left over with a Yoda, fi- you know, figurine and you had to make that work with all these other characters, yeah, mm-hmm. Yoda's not going to be the, the ancient Jedi master that, that he once was. So this character is going to be something new that fits in mm-hmm. with, with Din and is a foundling. And actually, I got to ask you. So, mm. like, this episode, uh, Din Djarin is put in a spot where he is oh, yeah. a father, right? Yeah. He has had to bend the rules, mm-hmm. possibly, possibly make adjustments here. Because mm-hmm. now his whole, like, if your objective requires you to take your mask off mm-hmm. is that okay is that is that is that a, is that still is he still in in the clear there or does it even matter anymore is he is is like is the child not more important than the way i think that um by him removing his helmet that showed everybody how much he actually cares about grogu because if under any other circumstance, that thing wouldn't have come off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that when it comes to to things like that, you know, rules can sometimes be meant to be broken. Yeah. Yep. Um, I don't I mean, who's going to tell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's the other thing. I mean- <laughs> So I so, thought about that. Bill Burr's character. I'm really sad that they let him walk away because I, first of all, I love Bill Burr. I think he's great. Um, what yeah. is his name? Uh, Mayfeld. Mayfeld. Yeah. So I was, I was really, I was like, cool. They let him go. But like, I was really hoping that he was going to get like some kind of job with them. Yeah. Like with Cara Dune or, or, and whatever to, to keep him. Cause you know, who knows when we'll see him again, if we'll see him again. Yeah. Um, Cause it's like, you turn him out. He's got like a new pair of clothes. What else does he have? Right. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was really hoping that that they were gonna uh, keep him on, but we'll we'll see. But I mean, literally, he's the only other person that knows that that came off. And he says, "I never saw your face." And mm-hmm. I kind of trust that in him. I trust that in 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 that character that that you know what they went through was was bigger than saying to any other mandalorian following you know the way hey he took his helmet off now what right right so. now exactly and i think the only person who's really going to struggle i think we're good in, in terms of every other mandalorian and that being a, a kept secret i think you're right i think when we get back to the armorer and the armorer ask him the question has another seen you without your helmet yeah. i think din is actually going to say yes yeah. and yeah. He's, and i think he's going to whether he surrenders the armor or whatever that might, he might actually do that and then just forge his own way. Like I, it wouldn't surprise me if he did that. Cause I'm like, well, here's the Bo-Katan thing. It's like the rest of them. Yeah. Do you take your helmet off or do you abort the mission that you're on? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I don't you, like what trumps what, you know what I mean? Like if mm-hmm. you're in a situation where like 
you, the mandate was to return the child, to keep the child safe. So to, to fulfill that, I had to literally go through a visual scan in the Imperial mm-hmm. database. By the mm-hmm. way, his face is now totally I know, I know. in their database. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. It was yeah. nowhere to be seen. And now it's totally out there. It's everywhere. Um, so that's wild. But but yeah, we're going to have to deal with that. And I think I think he's going to answer to because he's seeing from Boba Fett. He's seeing from Bo-Katan. Um, and he's seeing from others. I'm like, he, he learned from Boba Fett that that his father, Django, was a foundling. And mm. so that code of the, this way of the Mandalore and, and the the idea that you have a foundling. And it's it's just weird how they, they seemingly it's almost like and I this seem like a crazy reference, but you take like the Bible and you take like mm-hmm. Christianity and sure. different interpretations and denominations and people have this interpretation, and that interpretation. That is how I look at like almost like the way of this, the, like the Mandalore, how people can say we are still kind of following this overarching warrior arc or whatever. But uh, the whole taking your helmet off Bo-Katan, that's that's dumb. We're not going to keep we're not going to keep the way there. Like we're not going to do that. Or was that the children of the watch who created that? Did they say, no, it's a rule now. Everybody yeah. follow it um, because to. Is that or is that something that was a rule prior to like Bo-Katan and um, uh, Satine, her sister, the days of Mandalore? Like, is it an ancient, ancient type of custom that mm-hmm. they're kind of bringing back? So that's mm-hmm. where that's where I was thinking. It's, it's it, gonna be interesting to figure all of that out and see the argument between the armorer and uh, Bo-Katan. It does seem like like when you talk about how it's related to be like a religion, yeah. like he he keeps it as someone who is religious and i just think that um like you were saying like there's different sects and different ways of you know looking at your religion so like if you take me like i'm a catholic but i also think that like gay marriage is totally fine. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And there are obviously like more conservative Catholics. So I think what we're seeing to relate it back to Star Wars is we're seeing someone who was very conservative in their religion to becoming more liberal with their religion. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, honestly, honestly, it might be because he's um, they are, you know, Bo-Katan calls them religious zealots. <laughs> like, like there's this, you know, you throw that word in there and it seems like they are there. Well, it's all or nothing. I mean, it's, it's, there's no wiggle room. There's no, I, cause I even, I'm, I'm even wondering like, can he repent for taking the helmet off? Is there some type of clause that says you have to, pence, I don't know. you have to go do these certain things. And then that will earn you a way back into, cause they keep dropping on us new rules, you know? And I'm like, yeah, okay. That's a rule. We can do that. Yeah. Well, what I think I think what we're also seeing is um, from his point of view, from Mando's point of view, right? He doesn't know that he's in that super conservative. Maybe that's all he knows, right? Yeah, that's it. So he yeah. doesn't know what the outside world views and sees them as. So maybe they are those extremists. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't. I just don't think he's going to be about that life. Well, I think. The, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's, it's a wild thing. So, you know, Bo-Katan wants them more united. And I think you are going to have to figure out, like, when you have very differing beliefs, yeah, how do you bring them together? Is he some type of bridge? Yeah. What do you think? I, I see you. He's just, I just made this connection. He's reminded me a lot of Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, big time. Right. That's a good point. I mean, because Qui-Gon disagrees with the kid, but he's still there, but like he speaks truth to kind of power and that and and yeah, adheres to the uh is in tune with the living force. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's that's a cool thing. I mean, I think we need that in our world and society. You need people to say, look, to challenge I get you. That this. Yeah. And that's a good thing, is to push you forward and it's to make things better. And again, that way of life for the armor is fine. The armor seems like someone who is, well, again, I we don't know enough about that tribe or, or any of those people because I, I don't mm-hmm. know if they're a small group or if they're a large group or they, they seemingly are, are, are smaller. Mm-hmm. And I just don't really know how all of that is, is, is going to work. But, I, but anyways, yeah, we're, we're making, I think, interesting points to the idea that this is 
somebody who's going to struggle with a code or a system that is set up mm-hmm. and then is going to say, I got to forge a new way. Yeah. They're throwing it right. I mean, every single time, you know, this is the way, mm-hmm. you know, and so like when Den Den doesn't even have to change that statement. He just when he does something that is counter to what we've been learning as is is the way. And he says he doesn't have to say no. This is the way. Like he when he takes his helmet off the next time, he's gonna say this is the way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that that he could do where he is just sh- almost like by his actions showing them that this is this is a better way. Yeah. Um, or yeah. his way. It doesn't even have to be a better way. It, it, it's it's his path. He's creating his mm-hmm. life and moving forward. Well, we can we can relate that to anything like is anything uh, take technology, for example, just because it's working doesn't mean that it shouldn't evolve and change for the better, Um, especially with, you know, people's views on things like it should evolve and it should change and it should um, match the time. So we don't know how, you know, how old are these rules? And Mm -hmm. I don't know. I know that I know that for me in season one. He, when he took his helmet off, I was pissed. I was really yes. I was like, I don't want to see this. No, put that back on. That's mm-hmm. not what you're about. This time, right. I was like, take the helmet off. off right? <laughs> yeah. So even That's... I changed and evolved just yeah. in one season. Right. Um. And also when he put. So when he puts the the stormtrooper armor on, I yeah. was I looked at Marty and I was like, he's not in his armor. He's not in his armor. And he's like, it's okay. He still has armor. I was like, stormtroopers are taken out so easily in that armor. Yes, what are you talking are. about? Yes. <laughs> almost, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's almost a joke. I was like, I know he's super vulnerable. Yeah. Super vulnerable. And, and also, like, he almost jeopardizes himself. Um, like he almost jeopardizes the mission because he wasn't willing. At first, he struggled with a way in which he could he could adhere to the code or the yeah. way, mm-hmm. and it almost it, you know it can cost you the mission. And yeah. so, like like that's that that is what I'm seeing is that is big. So you're right. Like season one, we're going no. That's so. What are you what are you talking about? Like he has been through and through. Do not that to that man. That is important. That yeah. He keeps that on and do mm-hmm. not disrespect that. That's yeah. that's the other thing, right? You have cultures and you have different faiths and different things that that's important that they mm-hmm. have that and do not disrespect. So, you know, and then he finds a way in which, okay, to save his life, he's preserved. And we're like, okay, fine. That's a claw. It fits. Well, it's, it's a technicality. It's a droid. So we can put the helmet back on and we're all good. Right. But then you get in this situation and you're begging for him to save the life of this child. Like, let's go. Hurry it up. Hurry it up. <laughs> yeah. And then I think I'm so glad that he did do it because uh, mm-hmm. it shows me that, that the mission, that, that what he's working towards to save an innocent and, and to help this child, his son. Yes. He's calling him what he is, right? It, it, he is. He's a son. son. And um, he's a foundling. He's under his protection. Uh, so he, he found that to be more important than anything else. And that is, you, you get right down to it. Like us, like as people, uh, beings, souls, whatever, that is precious. That is mm. what, what matters. All, we all fit inside of different systems, different countries, di- different faiths, religions, things like that. Amen. But at the end of the day, come on, right? You know, it is about it is it is about that life energy and that and, and making sure that that is wholesome mm-hmm. and that it's protected and that it's mm-hmm. all that good stuff. And you want people to feel good and comfortable in the world that we live in. And so he is because at the end, right? You see Grogu and he is in such pain, uh, and he's he's tossing as best he can. Oh. Don't touch him. He's so strong. Like, Can we talk about no, he's that? So strong. I know. Holy mackerel. And you know how I want the next episode to open is him just force choking somebody out. <laughs> is that trying- bad? Is that bad? No, it's not. It is not. <laughs> I think this the days of people saying force choke is a dark side power they need to end because whatever it takes to yeah. get up, it's the intent here. All right. The the intent <laughs> is malicious against him. You use whatever you have to use to get away from that kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, that's flat out. It's justified. So I, I, hope, I hope I hope to see something, <laughs> so, something similar, but um, it just, oh. it just sucks because uh, it, I don't know. It's, it's interesting because we, we talk about all of that and then I can, I can literally go into a conversation where Moff Gideon is like the best villain I've ever seen on. <laughs> like he's one of the better, like. He didn't even, he didn't even he say anything menacing in the last like, episode. Did he? He just, he didn't even say anything. Yeah, he no. walks like Vader. 
Oh yeah. Like I it, love it, like, that. That is a beautiful shot just of him going through hyperspace. And I'm like, and he's, he's turning back. He sees the message and, and yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he just does such a good job with his facial expressions and you can mm-hmm. kind of tell what he's thinking and what, what, mm-hmm. what's going to happen. And he's, he's scary. I don't, I don't know yeah. if this is going to go off exactly I, the way. I don't think we're going to see. Okay. Here's the thing that star Wars does is sometimes they kill off my villains too quick. Right. Yeah. And I, I want him to hang around. I don't want anything to happen to him yet. I know that sounds really kind of weird, I know. but um, I, know. I need that strong longevity in a villain. Yeah, I know. Um, and speaking of facial expressions, is that crazy? Gotta... We're talking about that though. After everything we just said, I know we're so weird. But it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> um, I, I, I have to to shout out to Bill Burr again because he's totally listening. Yeah. Um, when Mayfeld is sitting there, so so Marty and I, we literally watched this this morning. So that's what happens when you have a two and a half year old. You you don't get to watch things on time. Yeah. But um, so we're sitting there on the couch. And he's a real big fan of Bill Burr, listens to the Monday Morning Podcast all the time. Yeah. And so we, we've loved him in Mando. And we're watching him. And he is, his acting is so good as he's sitting there and he's listening about how and they threw a Potter line in there, how everything was for the greater good and, you know, yes. to the empire. And I'm looking at his eyes. Yes. They're welling up. And I'm like, I looked at Marty. I said, he's going to snap. I said, he's going to snap. Oh, yeah. I didn't know he was going to snap so hard and take out the blaster. But I... I was like, go for it, buddy. I mean, see, that was a very short lived villain as well. But I was on my seat throughout this entire. I was literally I caught myself doing this. Yeah, just covering yeah. my mouth, and I was, I was like, I know everything's gonna be fine. This is a series, <laughs> but so like realistically, like my characters are gonna be okay. But it was yeah. still on the edge of your seat. Action, what's gonna happen? And I loved Star Wars comedy is so great by the way that it's thrown in, and sometimes if you're not paying attention, you can almost miss it. And that's that's what I love so much about Star Wars is like the jokes that are just like sewn in and they're beautifully sewn in. And yeah. so when when um, Mayfeld said, oh, what, the little green guy? I was like, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no, it is. It's 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 not, it's not over. It isn't like, you know, hit you right in the face. You're just sort of like, yeah, that's what we're all you know thinking. Yeah. So yeah, let me, green guy. <laughs> when you're I, I was good because I've only seen it twice. I, I watched it early, then watched it last night. And I, I like to watch it several times leading into the next episode. So right. that scene is one I wanted to go back to because his the acting, table. the table talk. acting, that is yeah. such an intense scene. Din has his helmet off and he's staring at Mayfeld going, I he's know. leaning on him like I need you to do this because he knows nothing of, you know, the the lingo of the empire. So right. it's like when he's like, what's your, you know, what's your T- TK number? TK. Yeah, TK number. Yeah. And he like comes in there and I was like, yes. OK, so it's like play off of him. Then he plays like, you know, that he lost his hearing. You know, right. I was right. like, oh, this is great. But when you watch it again, like I know you will, I want you to focus on Mayfeld's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. His eyes. Yeah. That's, oh my god it's heart-wrenching well and, and like you said bill burr that, that i was watching i was like i could tell something was really getting to him and i was like oh man he is even before his words started to kind of come out like when he leaned back in his chair and i was mm-hmm. like oh he's not happy no about what was just said mm-hmm. he's not happy and then, it, then i immediately thought back i was like yeah he didn't want to go in this room more so because he has beef with the empire like and actually like 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 their philosophy and what happened yeah, I mean, Operation Cinder is they shot and killed their own people and they 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 destroyed cities and planets that were literally their own. They yeah. diminished their forces because of some nut job called Emperor Palpatine, who said, if I'm not going to be in charge, burn this thing down, you know, and I'm like, Crazy. and they did it and yeah. they did it. These were their friends and their people who they served with. And so that's the faction. That's the group of Imperials that are coming out of this. And, and I think Cara Dune and others are kind of wrestling with the idea like, OK, there are good people coming out of here who were in a system that and that it, that's OK. Like it was once the New Republic, which we loved. That's the other great thing is you watch over time. This was once the New Republic that were like, OK, then it was taken over by by this leader who then shifts it into a galactic empire. The people who were there, they just changed uniforms. They just said, mm-hmm. OK, fine, I'm get where uh, this is my job. I got to mm-hmm. I got I literally have to pay bills and take care of family and i 
part of the Republic. I was proud of that. I'll serve the empire. And then over time, it just became something that they didn't even recognize anymore. Mm-hmm. And now when operation and really it's, it's operation Cinder that does it for a lot of them where they're like, this is so wrong and so mm-hmm. messed up. And so Car- Cardoon later will look at that. That is exactly what gets Mayfeld out of all this and allows him to kind of go, you know, do his own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she trusts him more and she kind of, they connected a little bit and she, she gets it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Wow. That's a great scene. It's awesome. Yeah. That's why when he was, you know, when they were like, you know, he died in that. And I was like, but you could rename him and keep him. <laughs> yeah. And then they didn't. And I was like, right. ah, whatever. Well, and, and actually, uh, uh, just a couple more things here. And then then uh, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go because I, I just want to get your initial thoughts on the season and stuff. But mm-hmm. so do you remember those characters in the prison break? The uh, I think it's Shion. She was the Twi'lek and uh, she, she, uh, Purple. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I think it was Berg. He was a Deveronian. He was the other guy, the big guy, big muscle mm-hmm. guy. Right. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Those guys, I think I could be wrong, but I think those characters are still alive yeah right they're 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 either surprise me they're locked away yeah and as you can see so he was transferred so uh mayfeld was transferred to a place where he's working in a scrapyard right uh they might be transferred somewhere else and have actually escaped themselves on their own not not with like a car dune coming in or whatever or mayfeld will get them out or he he goes and gets them i i think that's something they're gonna keep and i love that when you have these characters who aren't like they just pop in for an episode or two and you're like, I remember mm-hmm. that. Like they're, they're keeping up with stuff that happened in the first mm-hmm. season and it's, it's all paying off. You know, it's like a good writer who does something in chapters one and two of the mm-hmm. first book and yes. it lands at, at the yeah. end of the third book. And you're like, holy smokes, yes. that mattered. Like, yes, set us up for that. Yeah. That is so cool. It's really so. great writing. It's really great writing and it has been impeccable directing in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And um, before you let me go, I yeah. do want to know if you have been watching on uh, Disney Plus the gallery. Yes. Yes. Do you, do you, yeah. Awesome. Right. Emotional. Yeah, I know. Like crazy emotional. Yeah. I had no idea. I mean, I knew the episodes were in. Uh, we're talking about season one here, but right. I knew that they were directed by by different people was super stoked about Bryce Dallas Howard because I really yeah. like her. Um, but when I was hearing Dave Filoni speak, I was like, you 100 percent belong here. Yeah. And I feel like. And I don't know if any I, I don't know how the Star Wars fandom feels about him, but I feel like if Star Wars is in the hands or at least, you know, partially in the hands of Dave Filoni, I feel like we're all going to be all right. I, I, he I is too. a fan. He is a fan. And he's also I think he is very um, he is very thoughtful. Like he really, yes. really, really thinks through a, a lot of this and he takes like a great care in, yes. in, in, in what he's doing. And the other thing is I, I want to acknowledge is like John Favreau's spirit and, and that he wants to bring everyone together. And, and to be honest with you, I have been making a more like a bigger effort to kind of emphasize this Kathleen Kennedy, who runs all of this. Yes. Green lights, all of this sits at the same table and yes. is very proud and, and actually is instrumental in them setting up what is almost like a Jedi Academy for directors like come into Star Wars, learn about mm-hmm. it. Let us let us help you understand what it means. We we don't want someone, and that is that's next level because it's 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 less. It starts to then shift from the dollar bills to yeah. impactful stories mm-hmm. and changing like young kids' lives mm-hmm. and, and and making making the world like like being a bright light in a dark place. I mean that's kind of the the idea, the spirit that you get from that. So. To see like Deborah Chow and and Taika Waititi in there and all those all those different like uh, directors who mm-hmm. I I I I thought that was genius that they did that it it mm-hmm. really helps us feel good about everything and where where we're going the writers how much care they're putting into it mm-hmm. uh, to, to the point where I don't know even at that point if, if if a mistake does happen I mean did you see the one the jeans guy did you see like the the jeans uh, there was a there, like one of the episodes there was the, the like oh a somebody, yes <laughs> that was hilarious. You know, that would have yeah. been in, in anywhere else that, that people would have been like, this is guard. What is going on? But that people mm-hmm. are like, 
it's kind of funny. Whatever. It's it's a part it of it. It is kind of funny. Star Wars. Like, it's, it, it happens. You know, it's yes. It's nothing great. is nothing is ever perfect. But in I feel any like kind of capacity. Yeah. If there's a bigger flaw or something happens, I it it is what it is. But I mm-hmm. there's so few of those. There, there I can't even point any out, honestly, in the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. I, I I just love it. I'm having such a good, awesome ride, and I feel mm-hmm. like cared for. And mm-hmm. it made me hopeful. You know, we had the big Investors Day kind of announcement where they announced all these yeah. different shows. And I felt really good about that because their whole premise for that was to start off with The Mandalorian Season 2, 1 and 2, talk about its evolution, what has happened, the great work that has been done there um, by by these directors and, and, and showrunner John Favreau. You know, the other thing, we always say Dave Filoni. It, mm-hmm. John Favreau is the guy who created this and decided yeah. to, 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 you know, run with yeah. this. And his spirit as well is like, this is, you know, as Dave is a Star Wars guy, thick and deep in the lore and the ways of the force and was trained by George Lucas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and you said earlier, Dave Filoni belongs here, right? That is the other thing I'm watching is he now is getting, um, he's getting this cameo experience. He's sitting, he's sitting in on, on, on an X-Wing. He knows what that feels like now a little bit. Um, he's writing for the show and he is directing live action. And mm-hmm. that's the thing is he wanted that experience. You want to add that to your resume and you want to keep working and, and growing. And Kathleen Kennedy is letting them do this. And, and she is uh, like pushing it forward and yeah. saying it is good and it is good for star Wars and let's, mm-hmm. let's move forward. And I, I think we need to emphasize it more and more and more because mm-hmm. it's, it's just really, really awesome. So yes, I watched mm-hmm. gallery and I hope to God they have another one. After <laughs> I, I think two. they will. I think they will. I would, that would be crazy not to. It's, it's amazing to see all these things and um, to hear all like the little like side stories and um, Carl Weathers is just fantastic. I mean, what a legend to have Carl Weathers on yes. this show. And um. I loved some the story that sticks out in my mind the most is where in that first season when Mando um, has his helmet removed and he is, you know, bleeding from the ears and bloodied up. But the story behind that day where he ran into the two by four and was actually bloody goes to the ER. You don't remember I this? No, I, I missed that. Oh, yes. Yeah. So they're sitting at some spoilers. Sorry. Um, they're oh, sitting they're sitting at that round table talking and he was talking about how he's, you know, filmed in China and and South America and was in all these really dangerous situations. And um, he's, he's getting this, this makeup in, in their uh, trailer put on. So he's like, you know, they're adding the blood adding the blood and he goes out and he runs into something and uh, ends up having to have seven stitches in his nose. And so when they take him to the ER, he's already got makeup on top of needing stitches. And so they're like, bring him back, bring him back. They thought he was like, like crazy hurt. Go back and it's like episode. I missed that one. Okay. I need to go. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's like episode two, but uh, went, got his stitches, came back and filmed. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. I thought that that was amazing. And he's like talking about how he's never, ever been hurt like that on set. And it wasn't even on set yet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, that's awesome! Yeah, so cool. I'm hoping they do that. And again, like you said, this is this is a uh, yeah. Not these directors all belong there. Mm-hmm. All these cast members belong there, and we it all feels belong. good. Like it's it, 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 there's yeah. everyone has a place to kind of go in there and sit down and belong. And mm-hmm. it's it's a good thing. It's a, we live in a big world with a lot of different people, a lot of different beliefs. And I look at Star Wars sometimes, and I go, wow, like that's a really great place for us to go in and kind of like explore all of that and talk about lessons in life and, and big takeaways. So mm-hmm. that's great. Um, before I said this once before, but I'll say it again before Tiffany goes going into just the last thing here, kind of your, um, how do you see, like, how do you see the last episode going? How do you see? Um, and, and I know I always get kind of cautious with like predictions cause I don't want people thinking like, uh, all right. Cause I don't, I hate to get even for myself to get set in this, like, this. Yeah. Is what ha- I never yeah. think this is what should happen. Um, I just like to kind of speculate and think, Hmm, I wonder if they're going to do that. Or I wonder if, Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be cool if this person stepped in? So Mm -hmm. take it with the, you know. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so a couple, a couple options that are in my brain, which, which, you know, who knows what they're going to do. But I kind of feel like it might have that happy ending to it. Happy endings or, or they're just going to totally break our hearts and not get Grogu (laughs) back. Um, Uh, But I think that, um, I think we're going to see a Jedi come. Mm-hmm. 
I think that it could be like, you know how they always want to leave you wanting some more and really anticipating the next season. So they're going to leave us with a cliffhanger of some kind. Yeah. Now, in in my head, how I see that going is either the cliffhanger is going to be not getting Grogu back. Um, they're going and it just it just doesn't happen. Or, well, I guess three things or they're going in there, they get him back. And then at the end of that, we see a Jedi. Mm-hmm. I don't know who I couldn't even make a guess because I'm sure they're going to surprise me anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel like it might be somebody we already know. Okay. I don't know why. Um, Just because yeah, they, um, they yeah. keep bringing people in and it's like at some point, yeah, you just gotta like you know, it might be somebody. Yeah. Um, or even just a name. Like you said, they were gonna bring like some legends materials back in, like could be somebody from that. And I don't know anything about legends. Um yeah. or you know there where, where was I at? Well, you're talking about like cliffhangers. Yeah. So cliffhangers. or I, mean, I think those are two those are two good ones. Yeah, I mean, but I think either way, we're going to see somebody, somebody that Grogu called. Yeah. Okay. And and so I guess one, because when you said that, I, I immediately started thinking, all right, is, I mean, you said break our hearts. We, it could be that we like to break our heart would be, we don't get Go, Grogu back. And we're like, oh, I mean, that would be so wild, but it could happen. The other thing that could break yeah. our heart and I did would totally break mine. Uh, would be to see Din hand over the child to another Jedi, and some people are really concerned that Din may yeah. not know enough about the Jedi that he hands them, that he hands Grogu to somebody who's not. You know, you not, could call anybody, right? Right. You and don't it, know if we were calling somebody good or somebody who is uh, yes. on the naughty list. Yeah, because all know? he did was send out the signal. Correct. It wasn't like he was talking to good or bad person. Whoever answers that call. Could be good, could be bad. And so I'm like, uh, and and could you just see as Grogu is is walking away, reaching his little hand back for Din? Don't! Heartbroken! (laughs) I would be, yep, right? Why? I could really cry. I'm sorry. I know you almost did. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But like, at that, I see that. I see it. But like, legitimately, I I, I thought to myself, I was like, oh, and then he would have to fight to get him back. back." Oh, my Lord. And and not only would he have to fight like it just it's a level up. I think of like this, this being a video game, like, (gasps) oh, my God, he's going to have to level his skills up to combat. Unfortunately, he did. He did. Because uh, what do you know about the Jedi? And he was like, nothing. He he admits he's like, I don't know anything about him. I Mm. I just want to do what's right by this child. And sometimes in not knowing, we, we make mistakes. Oh, um, my God. If that happens, know, I'm mad at you. If that I happens. Am gonna, I am. I'm sitting over here. You're going to be grounded. Again, again, <laughs> I, I, I love to meditate in the force. And sometimes as I'm meditating, I'm like, was that Dave Filoni in my meditation also coming across like, you know, my 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 path there? And and I did I just catch a glimpse of what he's planning? What? Well, just, well OK, so uh, are they going to bring Ahsoka back? Was that so, a one and done? You know what yeah, I mean? I, Is she going to have to help him? But she's getting her own show. I don't know. Right, right. Thrawn right. was thrown out there. I don't know much about him other than he's. Yeah, so I, I, scary. To- <laughs> I, I, I totally think it's just it's just we pick this guy up. We may actually even go back to the armor and then there's something wrong there with the armor. But I, I, I know what you're saying is like, well, is Ahsoka the person who answers the call? Is it Thrawn? Is it someone else who shows up? And like Thrawn has four sensitives around him. Uh, in the Skywalkers, the Chiss Ascendancy, if he got back there, and Ezra Bridger, if they're also alive. So could that's someone... the name that keeps yeah. getting thrown out. Um, yeah. So is he like going to be a part of all of this? I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now, Tiffany. One of the things that I most look forward to, I when the podcast is over and when Oez just sits down and I look at my Star Wars books and 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 I look at my action figures and I meditate and I actually get I, I literally sit down on the floor and I and I and I meditate and I turn on the TV I do my stretches I do my workouts I do whatever and I put rebels on I used to put return of the jedi on but I put star wars rebels and I watch Ezra Bridger go through this arc with his master Kanan Jarrus and at the end he makes this sacrifice both of them do and I said to myself if we don't learn more about what happened to that young man in the sacrifice that he made for this galaxy I am. That is the one thing that I have. I've, I've been asking for years. I almost started a blog called where, like it was going to be, where is Ezra.org or.com or whatever. <laughs> and that was just going to be the name of it. And it was just going to be me constantly, like where every day, where is he? What's he, what's going on? 
I've I've gone from like he's helping Thrawn to he's captured to he's in Carbonite to like I don't know what what has taken place. Um, yes, that name keeps get, get getting dropped mm-hmm. because um, there's a connection to Sabine uh, who's in that. I cannot wait till you get because I know you're going to progress. And you're going to you know keep you know working through Clone Wars and eventually get to Rebels. And when you yes. get there, when you get there, and like it'll be season two of Rebels, you're going to do what Matt did, which is text me and say, "How do more people not know about this?" small little animated series and why aren't more people watching it because mm-hmm. it will bring tears to your eyes I mean, straight up will bring tears oh, to your eyes and you're more like, crying wow. thanks 2020 yeah so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah no it's great that's that's all I, i'm i'm yeah i'm i love your your predictions and your thoughts and and my god tiffany this was freaking great I'm i know so love having you in hyperspace and just hanging out and talking it feels natural for me yeah well it it and as it should <laughs> because you are strong in the ways of the force and uh, i know you want to call yourself a a padawan but i you're well beyond that now you're well you, beyond do you that. really think there's I so do, much I, there's so much I do, I do think so and here, here's <laughs> here's why i say that because you don't have to know the nitty-gritty details you 100 know the spirit of star wars and mm. you do and that's 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 something where i always tell people like don't be intimidated by, well, I, it was, I have a few buddies who I, I recently have met through other podcasting projects. I said, guys, start wherever you want. You know, like yeah. I can give you a recommendation, you get into it and mm-hmm. you're in, you're allowed to be in and just grow and learn. And it's, it's fantastic. And so, but you've always picked up on the themes and, and, and all the stuff that they're trying to teach us mm-hmm. spirit of a teacher over there. Right. I, I, I foresee you being a great master. Uh, what one, one day as, as uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, that Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, Anakin, they're all kind of, you know, that that comment is made. Give me Qui-Gon bit. all day. Oh, I know. Right. All I day know. long. I, all day long. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to have a full on episode with Matt <laughs> where you talk about Qui-Gon. We are going to have Tiffany back. We want to have her back. I know you guys want her back, um, <laughs> which is which is amazing. We get uh, we get all this. Uh, yeah, I, I post something on Twitter. Do we want Tiffany on hyperspace? And I get instantly i've got these dms like when is she going to be on what is you know when is tiff will you let us know today sure <laughs> sure and i'm actually probably gonna turn right around and post it today so you, know, you probably should i think I that's think wise yeah. <laughs> so get this out there but um for folks that don't know uh tiffany is on a harry potter podcast called swish and flick uh tiffany where where can folks kind of find that podcast and what's what's going on there so you can find um, my book club style podcast, Swish and Flick. We're currently on Order of the Phoenix. Uh, and our episodes are so long, my friends. We go chapter by chapter, but we have been splitting every single chapter because we like to talk. So we're getting towards the end-ish of Order of the Phoenix. And it is a complete reread so diving into the canon coming up with theories of our own and you can find us exclusively on spotify and then if you want to find us on social media all you've got to do is search swish flick cast we're on facebook twitter and instagram and you can find my personal instagram at tiff swish underscore flick and that is also my twitter nice yeah and i'll put i'll put all those links down in the description for you guys you can go check that out it is I'll say this, I'm a little biased, but is the best Harry Potter podcast out there in the land. Uh, and so you need to go check it out, get sorted, find a house or be a mm. squib. I don't, you know, whatever. Dang, I, wow, that's I harsh. A, I just made a squib reference. You just, like, you just, you just threw squib out. You didn't even tell people to be a muggle. You just went no, hard squib. I just squib. Like, <laughs> I, what? <laughs> Shame me, Christmas. Uh, wow. All right. Oh. Well, uh, again, thanks, Tiffany. Uh, you're lovely. I miss you. You're wonderful. And this is Aww. this is great. I know we're going to Matt. Uh, Matt's already texting me and he, he was uh, he had some <laughs> stuff to do this morning. We're going to have Tiffany back and we're going to have uh, her on be with, back. with Matt because we want to we want to talk. And he has some questions. We'll talk for, to you tomorrow morning if you want. For Tiffany. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, friends, we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace. Um, in our next episode, uh, we're going to do kind of uh, you go over some of your transmissions. Uh, get your thoughts and all your origin uh, stories from a galaxy far, far away. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time. And remember, traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.